So here's our choices. We either get to say pussy the entire episode and gross a bunch of people out because of us, or we get to offend Italians. So those are the only two possibilities for this <laughs> Steve, episode. you genuinely make it difficult. I don't know what to decide. Um, can we bridge the gap? Can we kind of go between the O and the A? Because when you say WAP, it sounds like a Kennedy is trying to say what the song is called. So my very Italian wife just, just smacked her head with her palm when I told her that you've been saying WAP instead of WAP. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, let's just say, let's be very careful. Let's lean away from controversy and say WAP. 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 And do you know what WAP? It's not onomatopoeia. It's an acronym. WAP. WAP. I feel like I'm watching a Batman episode. WAP. Yes, the song is WAP, and that is what we will be discussing on this week's episode of the Songtopsy Report, (laughs) where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm not a guy who is at the beginning part of his career and is terrified of anything possibly damaging it, an up-and-comer Steve Trollinger. No, I'm a completely different person named... Um, Stanley, but but Stanley Badunsky. That's I'm me. Badunsky. <laughs> Steve, I don't think I, Mr. Badunsky. I don't think you need to be worried at all about this episode because I'm not gonna lie. Uh, as state, first off, if it is your first time listening, thank you for joining us. But if it is your first time listening, you just heard that we discuss bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music. After listening to the song a few times um, and doing some research on it, I would say it falls much more into the noteworthy category, and I have mostly glowing things to say about this ode to wet-ass pussy, uh, and I will fight so, either of you so guys. So, Nick, you would say you are a fan of wet-ass pussy. Mike, we can't be coy with innuendo <laughs> at this, in this song. It's called wet-ass pussy. There's only single entendres in this song. So so let's not beat around the bush, which is another thing I know you could jump on. Uh, we and certainly, <laughs> certainly, certainly, if Steve Trollinger were here, he would not be worried about the fact that as three white men, we certainly will have very good takes on this song about black feminine empowerment by two women of color. Yes, that is... so. The first time I heard this song, to your point, Steve, I was kind of in a vacuum. I didn't know anything. I knew Obviously, I knew it was Cardi B's new song, but that was all I knew about it. Steve? Who's Steve? I'm Stanley Badunsky. Yeah, sorry. I I apologize, Mr. Badunsky. Um, Just because you bear such a striking resemblance to Steve, do you mind if I call you Steve? Even though everyone knows, (laughs) listeners, Mike, myself, we all know you're not Steve. Just for the sake of clarity. Legally, Steve is completely covered at this point. So, yes, you should be okay. Um... (laughs) Well, thank, thank God for that. Um, but yes, yeah, so like I said, the first time I heard the song, I was kind of in a vacuum. I just, I just literally listened to the lyrics themselves, and I, I can't lie, I was entertained. It, it goes, it just, it just, it is a very audacious song. It is what did uh, Vulture in a review for it called it Class A filth for the ages, and I don't think I disagree. Class A filth. And they gave it a glowing review, by the way. That was a compliment. No, I, I, I love that. I love that. Well, the thing is, man, people like being dirty. 
I think most everyone does. No doubt about it. But you got you, you it's a fine line of making it whether it's you're just being over the top and it's like no one's into it or you're just hitting everything, nailing them all right on the head, man. Or are you Lloyd Kaufman? <laughs> <laughs> But no, Mike, to your point, yes, I think that there's a, like, people people enjoy being dirty, and this song is an ode to it, but the song does have a lot of criticism um, from some very expected sources, and then some very unexpected sources, but in case you haven't listened to this or haven't listened to it recently, uh, here is a little bit of WAP uh, WAP, because, which I will be calling it, because I was being very uh, laissez-faire about how I was pronouncing it in a way that could possibly offend Italians, so I'm going to work on that. Nick, you're um, gonna get you're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> okay, it's gonna be WAP or wet ass pussy. Those are the only ways I refer to the song. So uh, here's a little bit of this. Yeah. Seven days a week. Wet ass pussy. Make that pullout game weak. Yo, I can just imagine a um, like a like a rookie on his first day. You know, cop running in, busting up. You know, like a prostitution ring. Uh huh. Although I suppose this would be a little. He shouldn't be prostitution that gets busted up by cops. They wouldn't be calling all these working women whores, though. Look, Mike. There's there's. Plenty of quantifiable evidence out there vis-a-vis, like, words that used to be okay and were used by people and they thought it was perfectly fine, and then, like, 20 years later, you shouldn't use that word anymore to describe people. And, yes, it's quite possible that in this instance, this would be one of those. (laughs) Very true. And also, we'll we'll get into it a little bit later, but uh, that lyric you were hearing before Cardi B came on was sampled from a 1993 song so it's possible that it was, you know, maybe that counts the as the Baltimore different time. The Baltimore Street Anthem, Whores in This House? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. It, the, the song that it was from, called Whores in This House, was considered a Baltimore Street Anthem. But we will get into that later, because first we got to talk a little bit about Cardi B. Now, Cardi B... Who's in, that? In case you've been living under a rock, um, full name, and I apologize if I butcher this, I couldn't find anyone actually saying her full name out loud, but Belcalis Marlinas... Almanzar uh, is an American rapper, songwriter, television personality, and actress. She was born in Washington Heights, where I used to live, and was raised in the Bronx. Her debut album came out in 2018. You know what you sound like? You, what? you know what you sound like, Nick, when you try to pronounce her name? You sound like a WAP, a white ass person. <laughs> <laughs> Seven uh. days a week make my pronunciation game weak. That is what a white ass person does. Uh, I learned from this song. So her debut album, <laughs> her debut album, Invasion of Privacy, came out in 2018. You probably heard the song "Like It Like That." Every single one of us did. I like it like. Wait. She oh, he's still handsome. What is name? I said I like oh. it like that. Um, insanely Which is popular song from a different song, but yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. That album went triple platinum. Um, it won a Grammy for Best Rap Album, making Cardi B the only woman to win that award as a solo artist, as well as the first female rap artist in 15 years to get nominated for Album of the Year. So Damn. Cardi B, it's weird. She's already kind of permeated the zeitgeist so much that it's weird to realize, oh yeah, her debut album came out only two years ago. 
She uh, asked. It, it's she she like um, is immediately able to move the needle on society in a way that I have fever dreams about on a nightly basis, but still am nowhere close to. Seriously, like that, you know what? To, and you can't even be mad. Like she legitimately like came up and earned kind of the stature that she's at when she was nineteen. I, I was trying to figure out like kind of her career kind of trajectory that led to where she is now. Um, when she was 19, she was working at an Amish market in Tribeca here in New York City, and she got fired from that job. And afterwards, she began stripping at the recommendation of her manager, apparently, which I don't fully get. But the Dude, money... Dude, they make, they make some money, man. They do, because the money that she made was enough for her to go to the Borough of Manhattan Community College. So she went to school with this money, but then she dropped out to pursue her music career, which is obviously going very well. Certainly a lot better than those gentlemen we discussed the other week who uh, had some crazy ideas about working women in the strip clubs. Uh, We also should mention, (laughs) while Cardi B is the main artist on this, it is featuring Megan Thee Stallion, um, who comes in a little bit later. So I... Regret to say that I was less aware of who Megan Thee Stallion was until I found out that she did the song Savage. She began rapping in 2016. What I found interesting, um, she's from Texas, uh, full name Megan Javon Ruth Pete. That was another white-ass person pronunciation. Um, she began rapping <laughs> in 2016. We are 2000- some white-ass people. <laughs> <laughs> she began rapping in 2016, and we'll get to it a little bit later, but she does. She there's a lyric where she mentions paying her tuition which I thought at first was just kind of like a throwaway line, but literally at the time she was writing the song, she was still a college student at the Texas Southern University. So it's just refreshing to see a lyric reference something in real life and actually have it be applicable. Yeah. So the song um, Wet Ass Pussy, or WAP, was released August 7th, very recently. This is, once again, I'm very proud of all of us, you guys. We are on the cutting edge of what is hip and cool and popular. Um, which very rarely happens. We were discussing a McGruff the Crime Dog pop rock album from the 80s, for God's sake, not too long ago. This song, in the first week it was released, um, up until, I think, uh, August 13th, was streamed 93 million times, which is the most ever for a track released in its first week of release. It has broken so many records. It's almost as if sex sells. It's almost like that. Is that all we gotta do, guys? Gotta start, gotta start streaming these, these uh, podcasts shirtless here. Yeah, Mike, you are shirtless already. You're halfway there. We just need to actually be recording this call, and we've got like an then, we, then we can be telling people to donate to the Song Topsy Reports OnlyFans account, which I oh. certainly haven't secretly started yet. Certainly. <laughs> Steve, what are you giving them? God, why are you only dressed like a German schoolboy? It's the only costume I have. <laughs> oh, I got strudel all over my mouth. I need a man to get it off me. I don't know why that's what I went to immediately, Steve. Maybe that's what I'm fantasizing about. Yeah, you maybe you're the freak. I might be. Hungry uh, for more strudel? Just send us $15. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Strudel needs glazing. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. <laughs> so, so I was trying to find... I was trying to find a succinct way to kind of read all the stats and the records that this song broke, and I discovered uh, Cardi B did a fantastic job herself shortly after the song came out. Go fuck you, morning! I just woke up and look, motherfuckers, look, look, look. Billboard Hot 100, number one! No, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> WAP debuts 93 million US streams, the most for a song in opening week in history. Wait, hold on! WAP debuts number one on digital song sale chart with the biggest sales week of 2020. I'ma get glammed up. I had to come outside because I didn't want to wake nobody up. I'ma get glammed up and I'm not even gonna talk my shit. I'm gonna give you a testimony. And I wanna say thank you so much, Megan the Stallion. Like I hope I hope you just as happy as I am. But I just want later on I'm gonna give you a testimony because when I tell you when Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. Nobody So Yo Testify yo. You know what? That's the real shit. Well, that is the real shit right there. And that's the thing. This song, um, we obviously haven't gotten too deep into the lyrics yet, but this song is is being embraced as like a women's empowerment anthem. And I can pretty much entirely get behind that. Now, at first, I'm not going to lie, my first impression was a little bit more cynical in that I thought it was only empowering in the sense that for years male rap artists have been able to grossly rap about their genitalia and sexual conquests for so long that it's only fair for women to be able to do that as well. But as it was pointed out to me, like just the fact that two women of color are doing a song about this subject, it, that in and of itself is political by nature. Like it's not just like, Oh, they get a turn. They get a turn. It's like, it has more weight to it. And the fact that that it is insanely popular. Is that naughty by nature's uh, parody? Cover band is what political by nature. <laughs> I could say, <laughs> and I I didn't I was unaware obviously for very obvious reasons uh, that when it comes to women and when it comes to lubrication, evidently it was uh, the cultural the cultural stigmas for and against it are entirely put in place by men to describe things that they like or don't like. Which was wild. I did. I was totally unaware that there was a stigma around women being literally too wet. What? Yeah, that is insane. That is insane, man. And not and not even just that, but just more. Moreover, just moreover, the like whether it is or is not like there's a stigma about dry and there's a stigma about wet, and it's all because of what the male perceives as. Like, oh, this isn't at the exact moment I'm ready, you're not ready. And that's what the culture focuses on. So as we have now determined, lubrication itself is a tool of the patriarchy. That's so stupid, man. It's like, oh, if if she wants if she's she wants to get ready, you're gonna have to get down there and do some work, man. That's it. Yes. Men have not been putting in the work. Maybe it's their work. Get your tongue workouts in, gentlemen. All right. I just I don't understand why people don't un, like get it like the people who don't get that they should be eating out their lady if that's what the lady likes. It's I so knew, I knew this was going to be a topic. I knew this was going to be a topic that Mike could like fully throw his weight behind and like like passionately advocate for. I just knew it. Hundred percent, Steve. I mean, it's just that's ooh. And it don't even matter, like, if, if someone that you've been married to or someone that you're just starting off dating, like, just treat each other's genitals right, man. Everyone's going to be just fine. Like, that's it. Like, So, yes, I was, the first time I listened to the song, I was not aware that it was actually breaking down a lot of stigmas and 
that in and of itself is kind of important and accomplishment. But the song has faced a lot of criticism, and like I mentioned earlier, from some very expected sources. Um, but I think white ass people. I'm at, hang on, I'm actually thinking. Yeah, I think all the criticism that I can think of has come from white ass people. Um, but we should get more into the song first, so we kind of know where maybe some of this criticism is coming from. A dissection is imperative. So. All we've heard so far is uh, a little bit of the sampled song that this song references at the beginning and the end. The 1993 single, Whores in This House, by Frank Ski, um, which apparently, according to a 2014 Spin article, was considered the Baltimore Street Anthem, which I don't know if Baltimore necessarily wants to claim, because I listened to this song, and 90% of it is literally just that repeated, There's some whores in this house! There's some whores in this house! (laughs) Is that truly what... What you want to summarize your whole city with? That's why they probably, after that song came out, they they probably, that's why they changed the, the name of the harbor from Whore Harbor to Baltimore Harbor. Gotcha. <laughs> Yo, know, I'm saying it. If this was song was called Wild Ass Pig, he'd be saying there's some boars in this house. I was actually <laughs> trying to think because when you, when you hear that, when you hear that <laughs> lyric, this song is obviously already very popular. And I just remembered how Kids Bop will always jump on every popular song. And I, I just wonder, is there any way to make the song clean in any way where it would be appropriate for kids? There's some s'mores in this All I was thinking was, do some chores in this house. Oh. Do some chores in this house. <laughs> I was, well, I mean, I mean, if, if, I mean, if they're keeping Megan the Stallion's name on it, it would have to be, there's some horses in this house. There's some horses in this house. <laughs> And it's done with that sing-songy cadence you were just doing, Steve. Yeah, There's some exactly. horses in this house. There's some horses in this house. But let's see what else is in this house. Now I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah, just take all my babies. It's fine. You win. Is that what you scream yeah. at the height of orgasm, Mike? I don't know. Let's go to the tapes. <laughs> on, Which we know Mike get, has. Let me get my VHS. Let me get my VHS player. One of these days, I am going to John Madden the shit out of Mike's sex tapes. I am just going to do it. I'm going to sit myself down. I'm going to watch It's going to be it. little like white marks, like circling things oh and arrows God. going to other places. You can see here his pullout game's really weak. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about here? All right. Up, nigga, catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Dude. A bucket and a mop. <laughs> like, look to Cardi B's credit, you can't if you're if you're deciding up front you're gonna make a song about wet ass pussy called wet ass pussy. You can't then wet ass pussy foot around the material and the subject matter. You've got to actually, if it's wet, it's gonna be like gallons bucket and a mop like you're going to have to go to town on this so i I don't begrudge her for that (laughs) you gotta gotta lean in lean in and then lean back and then lean in again and then lean back again and then lean in again wait wait and then lean back again you gotta go to town on it and the town is filled with houses and we already know that there's whores in those houses 
Jesus Christ. Uh, it'd be funny if it was Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, no. <laughs> like, dang, Mr. Rogers, no wonder why we all love coming over. <laughs> like, oh, hello no there. wonder why he's in such a good mood every goddamn day. <laughs> Taking my shoes off. Well, hello there, children. In Mr. Rogers' house, we always take our shoes off. Keep your socks on. You don't know what might be on the floor, though. Mike, Mr. Rogers is the only 100% pure thing that this world has ever given us. Don't take that away. And you forced me to imagine him in a house of ill repute, and then I said it out loud, and then I made fun of it. You made it real, Steve. You made it real. (laughs) All right, so uh, Cardi B so far has recommended that a, let's say, acquaintance... Um, beat it up, catch a charge, extra large and extra hard, put this pussy right in your face, swipe your nose like a credit card, which is actually becoming outdated because like you can use Apple Pay now, so you don't have to swipe. I mean, actually... <laughs> is that where I like pull my cell phone up, put it on my face, and just like... Well, maybe not even Apple push Pay. It up <laughs> Most credit cards, you don't have to swipe now. You just kind of insert the chip. So I guess in this case, it's not that the nose is being swiped. It's just that like it's being inserted... And it has to kind of stay there for a little. Let me tell you, Nick, nothing cheats a woman of satisfaction like contactless payment. <laughs> You're going down there. Wait, is that a, is that a square reader? <laughs> All right. But the other thing I got to say, like, oh. so instrumentally, the song doesn't do much for me, but I do like the use Nick, of metaphor. You don't, you I like have... the use of metaphor. Mike, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to give, I'm doing a compliment sandwich. And right now my nose is the meat, and never mind. Uh, but I do like the use of metaphor. Mike <laughs> can't put into words how substantially disappointed he is in you, Nick. Like, he's struggling with it. Why aren't you swiping your nose, Nick? What do you mean swiping it? <laughs> you gotta swipe the nose! <laughs> Wait, Mike, if you don't swipe your nose, you get declined. <laughs> I'm doing my... Good, bad pun victory dance right now. It's, He's it's, doing it's, his it's, white it's, ass it's, person it's, dance right now. All right, moving on. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top. I want to ride. I do a giggle. What is inside? Spit in my mouth. Look at my eyes. This pussy is wet. Come take a dive. Holy shit. I thought it was already hot under this blanket for it, but Jesus Christ, man. It's. Woo! Cardi B! I'd also like to. I, I don't know what you would call this. This might be a new, like, rhetorical Anglo- English language flourish. What do you call it when the music video is comprised of nothing but, uh, like, Im- like, entendre images of what she's saying, but at the same... But the those images are contrasted with the very literal words that she's using? Now, Steve, we should clarify, we're not watching the music video, we're watching the lyric video, because the music video... Yes, the lyric video. Uh, which, which features Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, and Kylie Jenner, I think, for some reason. Um, that music video is only the clean version, so in order to get the full... The full raunchiness, the full effect. Uh, we are looking at the oh. lyric video. Well, but- I, even so, like, just like I don't, you, you, you use the like the 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 stock image like in old movies of like people having sex is like a train going into a tunnel in a mountain or a firework going off. Like that's all this video is is stuff like that. But at the same time, the lyrics are just literally not even. They're just literally saying the things that they're saying. That is yes, that is true. It's almost like you're losing the. In the rare instances 
Cardi B does use double entendres, you are losing that in this. I I think they figured people are going to watch it anyway because it's a lyric video. We don't have to go too overboard on getting avant-garde with the imagery. She said, uh, hop on top, I want to ride. I do a Kegel while it's inside. And if this were the Kids Bop version, that would be, I eat a bagel, cream cheese inside. I uh, <laughs> just want to clarify that. Uh, and then... And then... S- Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes, which genius lyrics. Uh, very. What con- do the kids say? How do the kids say that, Nick? How should the kids sing that? Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. Um, yeah. Sing from my mouth, feed me some pies. All right, weird Al. <laughs> um, no, but genius lyrics conveniently pointed out that Cardi B at one point did say on Twitter that she actually does not like getting spat in her mouth. So we are all better people for knowing that. Uh, quote, I'm freaky, but I do not like no, let's say, friend spitting in my mouth. Spit on my pussy or I'll let or let me spit on your dick. But that mouth shit is a dub. So uh, not not a fan of that. Um, but then she said, come take a yeah. dive, which once again, Mike, uh, just just gallons of <laughs> wetness at this point. But no, Mike, what are you going to say? No, I was wondering if I had ever done the spit in the mouth stuff. You ever, you ever you ever fuck around with that? Nope. <laughs> no. I do not begrudge people who do, but just just. No, I could see it, man. I could see where it'd be super hot. It's like break it just... down for me. I want to <laughs> diagram the sentence for me. I'll be sure to add some like sexy saxophone background music while you explain this. So when you're spitting in someone's mouth, Steve, don't you, address this to me directly. You got to imagine. This. I mean. You're not going to do that to just anybody. Speak for yourself. (laughs) I mean, there's a little bit of trust going on there. It's got to be someone you really love and respect. To do something so disrespectful. like Mike, you're you're actually right. You have to almost respect and trust someone enough for them to disrespect you in that way. Because then it's not, it's a weird, then it's not disrespectful. In fact, it's... Do it. You're not supposed to spit in people's mouths. And then, and she says, "Look in my eyes while you do it." Look so there's nothing more respectful, at least in terms of martial arts, than when you bow to your opponent and you remain locked with eye contact to show them that you are, in fact, their equal. Yes, Steve. I do also think of someone spitting in my mouth as being very equivalent to martial arts. <laughs> Look, if that's not what the Karate Kid movie was about, then I just missed the whole thing and I need to rewatch it. <laughs> Wax on, wax off. <laughs> Send oh. the floor. Paint the fence. Spit in mouth. <laughs> I want to get a T-shirt with that written on it. Oh. all right. Uh, you know, do you, do you think this was more or less, more or the same offensive after Corona? Well, I guess I refuse. I, I refuse to look at everything through the lens of that. I'm sick to it's death. It's the new it. lens, Steve. <laughs> and you're spinning all over. We did that last it. week. We did that enough last week. We did. Right, we did flatten, right, flatten the right, curve right, together. Fine. I won't. I was just curious. Um, but let's continue. As pussy is wet, come take a dive. Tie me up like I'm surprised. That's role play. I wear the skies. I want you to park that big Mac truck right in this little garage. Make it creep. I did a little. Re- I did a little research. Um, a Mack truck weighs thirty-five thousand to ninety-two thousand pounds. 
I know, once again, we're just embracing metaphor and simile here, but holy shit, that is... Well, but you have to pair those numbers... You have to pair those numbers with the maximum possible dimensions of, of the human body. So, you know, like... You can't you can't just give me the facts about what a Mack truck well, weighs but and even then be in comparison like comparison to I guess it depends on what garage you're talking about but like yes I get penis to vagina equals Mack truck to garage but I'm still saying that even given the the appropriate scaling of those it's still a lot Nick we need some flexibility with these garages they got to be able to stretch out a little bit you know like <laughs> and usually you're if you're trying to get that Mack truck into that little garage, you're probably been drinking. No, I can fit. I can fit. Hold on. Well, actually, Concrete exploding everywhere. While we're discussing all this uh, sexual innuendo, which, who am I kidding? That's the entirety of the song. Um, now is probably a good time to bring up, like, uh, some of the people who have had, who take umbrage with this song and kind of some of the things they had to say. Um, it was pointed out. Several articles and several people found on social media that before this song had even been out for a full day, um, predominantly Republicans have been trying to spark a lot of backlash with this song. Um, in fact, James Bradley, who was a Republican Congress uh, congressional candidate from California, literally at 10 a.m., I checked the timestamp of like the day the song came out, said, quote, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion are what happens when children are raised without God and are without a strong father figure, he wrote. And then he said, quote, this new, quote unquote, song, WAP, parentheses, which I heard accidentally, end parentheses, made me want to pour holy water in my eyes. And I feel sorry for future girls if this is their role model. Wait. Into his eyes? Yeah. Do you know how many people fucking, do you know how dirty... Holy water. I'm a Catholic. Do you know how dirty holy water is? How many people stick their God knows how often unwashed hands in that? And you want to pour that directly into your eye. Have fun with conjunctivitis, Senator or Congressman. I don't remember who he was. Congressional this, candidate. This oh, guy he's not did even, not, he didn't even win. He, he didn't listen to this by accident. He no. was watching the music of video. Of course he was. He was watching the music video. Oh, I right, listen, I furiously masturbated to this song three times in a row. Let me tell you, it is the worst thing for young girls to be listening to. Let me tell I you. was so ashamed. I was so ashamed of myself for what I did watching that YouTube video. But I did it for America. I had to to let everyone know. I'm going to I'm going to to the the all these all of these 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 same types of people who complain about this, I'm gonna I'm gonna dunk on them in a very homespun country manner right now. When I say they got their buttholes puckered up tighter than a miser's corn purse, ah, that classic. <laughs> now, and those those damn cheap misers. Is that yes, a miser is a cheap. God, you made me ruin everything, Mike. <laughs> you make me explain everything. <laughs> Um, but James Bradley was not alone. Um, Deanna Lorraine, who recently lost a Republican primary election in uh, Nancy Pelosi's California district, she said on Twitter, quote, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion just sent the entire female gender back by 100 years with their disgusting and vile WAP song. And then obviously, of course, Tucker Carlson weighed in heavily on it. Ben Shapiro Whoa. weighed in heavily Whoa. on it. He did a straight-faced reading of the lyrics, and people already remixed him saying that on top of the beat. But here's the thing that I don't know if Cardi B met, did this intentionally or not, but that's kind of brilliant. 
First off, I just find it so quaint that there's moral outrage over song lyrics. I feel like that hasn't happened in a long time. Maybe it's because the song. Well, is... uh, what about "Baby, It's Cold Outside," Nick? I'm talking about like a new song. new songs, like not an age-old discussion, but like a new thing that pissed off enough like angry conservatives. <laughs> well, because first off, it just seems so quaint. But second off, the thing I love is obviously we're only a little bit through the song, but. The whole, the only thing that she is describing is essentially just female sexual gratification. And for everyone to say that that is vile and disgusting is for them to say that they're essentially opposed to women enjoying sex. And if there's nothing white conservatives hate more, <laughs> it's women enjoying sex. And I include white conservative women in that as well. That's. <laughs> And look, I look. We want to be even-handed here, but I couldn't find any liberal politicians these, getting angry these about this. These crazy right. These are crazy way rights. These are these are these are insane. Tucker people. Carlson might be the president in 2024, Mike. I'm just saying, when these crazy folks take over, I just I I would imagine there's a lot of good-hearted primal Republicans who like getting it on and like having a good time. Well, it's just, yes, but they want it kept in the home where it belongs, under the watchful eye of Jesus. Well, once again, it just seems interesting that you don't have a problem necessarily with your pussy grabber in chief. However, it's when two black women are rapping about it and have a successful song about it. And I'm sure by no coincidence, the fact that Cardi B has been uh, has done interviews with both Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden at this point, the fact that someone with this, with like the ear of high up politicians, I'm sure that that factors into a certain degree as well in the outrage. I, Cardi, Cardi, I had no idea until I listened to your newest single that there was such a problem with wet-ass pussies. I am deeply sorry and concerned, and I hope to rectify that. The conspiracy of straight, white, patriarchal, wet-ass pussies. <laughs> but yes, there has been a lot of criticism, mostly from uh, the right. I actually found, and uh, sorry to like go off on a tangent like this, it's not a, it's not a big tangent, but um, I found when I was... Uh, boning up on this song. Um, <laughs> wow, wow, Steve. <laughs> uh, earlier, um, I found several articles in publications like the New York Times and Washington Post talking about it. Uh, the one for the Washington Post, actually, uh, and Mike, you'll probably agree with this. Um, it was in the opinion section, and it's basically talking about, like, the title of it is uh, WAP is Completely Filthy, we could use a lot more pop culture like it. And the gist of the article is essentially that uh, for a very long time now, Hollywood, uh, it's specifically worlds at Hollywood, not necessarily music, but it, it, has, it, it has, you know, connections. Um, Hollywood has catered to the common denominator of we got to make the most money, and you make the most money by making something that entertains children but doesn't offend adults. So you've got to make it just exciting enough for adults to not get offended watching it. Like, oh, God, I can't believe I have to sit through this. But also skewed enough towards the kids that they don't, like, lose their attention, the attention span. Like, a majority of the like, movies... Yeah, uh, I feel uh, like, uh, what, like, Disney movies really yeah. got in... Oh, yeah, they perfected that, that formula. That little, that little niche. Uh, uh, yeah, Disney is very good at it. And, you know, like, the superhero movies and... 
but like people like you you appeal to that common denominator and then you lose that on the opportunity to tell stories about more than five things um, well, yeah, it's it's true because there's a lot you don't understand about life with all these PG thirteen bullshit. Yeah, you so gotta like, hit up the R's because R means reality. <laughs> That's what it is. It not, means reality. Not restricted folks. like previously thought. It's like this is what happened. You shoot someone in the face. We're gonna see some brains. Like the article here specifically, uh, and I'll quote this, kids shouldn't necessarily be watching Cardi B videos, not just because of the subject material, but because they deserve great music and movies and television about the specific challenges of being a child, of being 10 or 13 or 18. And mothers who also who happen to also be hot and bothered 20-somethings, as Cardi B herself is, deserve both stories about, say, postpartum depression and bangers about how great good sex feels. Yeah. That's it, you know. And that's by Alyssa Rosenberg. I want to just make sure I don't, like, kind of claim credit for this whole article. But the, so, like, that's... I read that, and I was like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about that before. Well, because that's the thing. I mean, the only thing you can... I The only thing you can be offended about or pretend to be offended about is, wow, there's so much potty language. But literally everything Cardi B is actually... The sentiment of the song is very positive. In fact, I didn't even mention that um, another thing that was happening during this was... Oh, God, what was the hashtag? I'm brain farting on the hashtag. But Cardi B gave away a million dollars to people who posted in this hashtag about why they would need the money, and she gave $500. She cash-apped people, essentially, with the the proceeds that she made off this song. For just anyone who kind of came up with a compelling reason to say, like, this is what I would honestly be able to use the money for. And and on that, just uh, one last thing, again, about the song... I've noticed this a lot, and it's becoming more and more apparent every time, like a song or like this comes out, or a movie like this comes out. There's a there's a distinction that happens where you can discuss a positive subject in very negative, not negative terms, but in like less than, uh, I guess, what is acceptable for normal con- conversation terms. Like you can talk about a positive subject and use like language like this. But you're still getting across a positive message. And on the inverse, you can... There are plenty of people who can very intelligently talk up why segregation is good. Like, the kind of language you use does not impart a sort of, like, moral hierarchy to it. Like, William F. Buckley, who was the uh, founder and first editor of the National Review, could very eloquently state why segregation was good. But it had nothing to do with the morality of that's fucking stupid and that is an immoral thing to say. Whereas Cardi B can talk about this very positive thing and use a lot of really horrible words, but it's like, it doesn't impart any sort of morality to it. Wow. Wow, Steve. Tasteful, tasteful applause. Um, <laughs> but you know, actually on that note, we haven't even heard the second artist featured on this yet. So uh, the Mack truck has been parked in the little garage and uh, let's pick up from there. Make me scream, I don't public, make the scene, I don't cook. I don't clean, but let Aye. me tell you, I got Aye. this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down inside of me. Quick yeah. jump out for you, let it get inside of me. I tell them where to put it, never tell them where I'm about to be. I run down on them before I have a nigga running me. <laughs> Dude. God, much like an actual <laughs> stallion, she gallops into this song. Jump out for you, let it get inside of me. Ugh. <laughs> the, the, the one you lyric can in the... A, you can have a few scares with that one, Nick. Let me tell oh. you, that's... <laughs> 
The one lyric actually in the song that made me think the most was, I tell him where to put it, never tell him where I'm about to be. That's almost like a riddle. Riddle me this, Batman. I'll tell you where to put it, but I'll never tell you where I'm about to be. <laughs> what am I? Figure it out or Robin dies. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a dick? Damn you, Batman! <laughs> Like, she's, like, saying, okay, you can suspend it in air, like, right around over there in that corner. Yep, yep, right there. Uh, and then I'll I'll work around that. But, like, you don't... I guess you could argue that there's a sense of empowerment there of her saying, I'll tell you where to put it. But I'm not going to tell you where I will be in relation now, to Nick, that. Nick, I think what she's saying is maybe Megan Thee Stallion is, is more of the... Is more of the um, the switch type, you know. She's not a total sub. She's not a total dom, but she's gonna be like, "Look, I want that dick and this wet ass pussy, and I'm gonna be jumping on this reverse cowgirl." That sounds like a verbatim quote. Yes, and you're gonna, and that's how we're gonna fucking ride this thing out. Or she might be like, "Yo, I'm gonna, why don't you stand over there and." And just stand there for the rest and of the she's evening. Like, I'm gonna, yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna choke on this dick for a little bit. I mean, I think she is choosing how, when, and where this dick is getting used. And the guy doesn't care. He's just like, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> that's me in 100 percent of those instances. And you know, and she's keeping it a surprise. She's keeping some excitement. I, and I, everyone I think... loves surprises. That's just a fact, especially in the bedroom. Yes. So I would argue surprises, the bedroom is the best place for surprises of any kind. Always. Or the back 100%. of a Chevrolet. Actually, the next lyric, she does talk about cars. Maybe that's what she's referring to. Hang on. So ask for a car while you ride that dick. You really ain't never got fucking for Okay, when she says ask for a car while you ride that dick, um, I couldn't find any direct like explanation of that lyric specifically. I didn't even try to interpret it. Well, wait, wait. Talk your shit, bite your lip, ask for a car... While you ride that dick. Although I guess the oh. you. I no, guess actually no. talk your shit. She means literally get Nick. <laughs> you gotta understand about the power of the pussy. Alright? This is this I'm is learning. empowerment. This when they're so smart. They're so smart, Nick, and it's dangerous, okay? <laughs> the things a man will do for some one ass pussy. If he's especially digging, literally oh, you're saying, be like, buy me a ah, car. And he's like, I yes. will get you anything if you keep doing this. So that's how she gets the oh. ring. That's how she's getting her tuition yes. paid. That's what she's saying. She goes, this, oh, he- this, these dudes, it's men throw money at pussy all day. Just like, think about Ladies it. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Mike Russell, Pussy Whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Never got him fucking for a thing. He already made his mind up for he came. Now get your boots, hang your coat for this wet ass pussy. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet ass pussy. Pay my tuition just. That is impressive. He bought a phone just for pictures of this wet ass pussy. <laughs> Not even to call his mom, dude. It's to take pictures of this wet ass pussy. I'm you don't want to use the same phone for both of those. No, just that's true. That that's a recipe for disaster. If oh. Apple were smart. That is how they would advertise the next iPhone. You know those shot on an iPhone campaigns they were always doing? 
Like the fact that like you could buy a phone just for taking pictures of said wet ass pussy. Like first off, not only could you adv- not only could you advertise the quality of the camera, you could advertise <laughs> the water resistance of the phone itself. <laughs> oh, Nick, the things Apple could do with the if you had the VR glasses, Bluetooth hooked up to your phone, and then you do people could do all sorts of things with their phone. Oh yeah, you know Apple's I mean? going all in on VR with their phones now. <laughs> like so, you if you just literally have your wet ass pussy phone, uh, which is what <laughs> Apple should call their next phone. Um, <laughs> wet ass. They retire the iPhone and they just come up with the WAP phone. The WAP phone. It's just WAP with two pieces. Yes. <laughs> Wait, Nick. Nick. <laughs> Nick. Phone. Nick. Nick. Yes. It's the iPhone pussy. <laughs> <laughs> For the more budget-minded customers, yes, Steve, yes. the iPhone pussy. <laughs> By the way, now that I'm listening to everything we're saying, is there, like, something above uh, E that we can put next to the title of our episode? Is there, like, an above explicit rating that we can warn people about? Or I think explicit covers it. Is, that, right. what, is that what X means, is explicit? Yeah, the EX no, means e- explicit. It means we, we yeah. use potty oh, language. But you know what, Steve? Just like just like you were saying before, um, there should be podcasts that cater towards a more adult audience. I certainly wouldn't want. You probably shouldn't have kids listening to this. Although, Mike, I don't know if your cousins still. Oh, do. my co- my cousins, my nephews and nieces. Or excuse me. Yes. Gee, you know, you think I'm such a young a young buck, Nick? I can... And I do. Yes. <laughs> Every time you're like, if Steve and I are in the Zoom waiting room first, I'm like, Steve, where's that young buck, Mister Russell? God, <laughs> he's so young. <laughs> Fresh young Turk he is. Just virile, strapping young man. Ugh. Oh, guys, stop, stop. <laughs> just tell just tell your niece and nephew to skip this episode, basically. That's, yes, yes. I'm this wet-ass pussy. Pay my tuition just to kiss me. I'm this wet-ass pussy. Now make it rain. Yes, so that is true. That is um, her, her tuition at Texas Southern University. So she could literally just be pragmatically describing the way that she pays tuition. Pay tuition yeah. just to kiss me on this wet ass pussy. Mike, once again, implying yes, they're aware of the power of the pussy. There is. You know, I know a couple strippers. And I will say, like, I mean, they are hustling, man. They're working hard. Fucking I like how you breezed over the the initial part of that statement, which was, look, I know a couple strippers. <laughs> As what? though that was a normal thing that everyone everyone can relate to and says all the time. I'm sure many listeners know someone who does or did strip. I think a lot of our listeners, have, you know, maybe that will be my poll at the end. Uh, who, who's your, your favorite stripper, stripper poll? Nick. <laughs> 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 oh, he doesn't miss a beat. <laughs> and neither does this song. And neither do those dancers. God bless. Uh, okay. All right, hang on. Let's move on. <laughs> Because uh, Cardi B is about to come back. If you want to see some wet-ass yeah. pussy. Look, I need a hard hit. I need a deep stroke. I need a henny drink. I need a weed smoke. Not a garden snake. I need a king cobra with a hook in it. Hopefully lean over. He got some- okay, okay, hold on. So oh. this, whole, this whole song so far has rightly been a correction of male misunderstanding about, about women and, and their needs and what, how, what they're working with. This is the one line that I feel... She is not understanding. I don't know who you are talking to that is going to smoke weed, drink henny, and then be incredibly hard when it comes time to sex. Steve. Is Mike, Mike's raising his hand. Yes. Are you Count, raising your hand, Mike? Yes, Mr. Russell. Steve, as, as, um, as, a, as a man who has uh, been 
Look, sometimes you drink too much. Sometimes you just smoke too much. It's and called whiskey dick for a reason. Performance can get inhibited. However, I will yes. say the majority of the time, at least maybe it's just maybe some women I meet, but they always want to have a drink and a smoke like before you get to fucking stroking. Before you think you're stroking. You got to have a drink and a smoke before you think you're stroking. I was just going to say a drink and a smoking before the stroking. Yeah, that's it, man. That's very um, interesting, Mike. Um, but also... Because Cardi B, she's just telling you. She's like, this is what I do. This is who I am. If you can't fucking keep up, don't even waste my goddamn time. Yeah, you can't say like, oh, if, God, women, they never say what they mean. She's very clearly laying out exactly what she wants. Yes, obviously, this, this is, this is, uh, these are quite a few bullet points to hit, but at least, at least you know up front. Also, I will... Sorry, I just remembered when we were going over the criticism of this. Um, the music video features a lot of uh, tigers and big cats uh, because obviously the song is called Wet Ass Pussy, so it's leaning into that as well. Um, and that got some criticism as well, not from like uptight conservative would-be politicians, but one... Carol fucking Baskin weighed in on this. Carol, Carol ba- fucking Baskin. Carol Baskin, you may remember we discussed during our Tiger King episode on I Saw Tiger. Carol Baskin put out a statement condemning the big cats imagery and their their usage in this video. She said, quote, the video glamorizes the idea of rich people having tigers as pets and also added, no matter how you cut it, it's always abusive to the cat and dangerous to the public. And Cardi Cardi B's reply was, I'm not going to engage with Carol Baskin on that. Like, girl, you killed your goddamn husband. (laughs) Allegedly. Yes! Oh, I love Cardi B more and more when we talk about her. Cardi B did not say allegedly, Steve. (laughs) I know she didn't. (laughs) She has the money to get sued for libel. I do not. Yes. Oh, shoot, that's funny. Sorry, slander. In print, it's libel. <laughs> you killed your fucking husband. You know, you gotta... Dude, some of these animal rights people, I tell you, they just... I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna go... Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, probably you don't have to use big cats in your music video. It might be slightly ex- expletive, but I love Cardi B's reply so much that it all evens out. <laughs> Oh. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's what Carol Baskin's been up to. Carol Wait, what does that mean? To have a hook into it? Uh, I think she is perfectly okay if the gentleman's tool in question has a curvature to it. Ah! You guys have a hook in yours? Why would we answer that? <laughs> Why would I ask you? <laughs> <laughs> this is not questions only. <laughs> Although if it had a hook, it would look like a question mark, in which case questions only would be the game you could play with it. Thus we return to the Riddler. <laughs> Curse you, Batman. Oh, it always comes full circle with you guys. <laughs> or at least a half a circle. It depends. I, should, I was going to say, I should hope not. <laughs> that just defeats the purpose if it comes full circle. <laughs> oh, baby, I'm going to come full circle. Is that where you shoot yourself in the face? Like, what is... I guess it depends where the circle's well, going. I'm you, not discussing you, this anymore. Uh, you, Mike, you know what they call it when, uh... You know what they call it when the guy's about to get off and he, he accidentally slips and then, like, hits the guy next to him? 
They called it Dick Cheney. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> he got some money, and that's where I'm headed. Pussy A1, just like his credit. He got a beer when I'm trying to wet it. I let him taste now, he diabetic. I don't want to spit. I like how Cardi B ha- Cardi B's pussy has a better credit rating than the United States. <laughs> Damn you, Paul Ryan. There's two things you don't mess with. The debt ceiling and wet ass pussy. If um if he didn't like the pussy, would he become gluten intolerant? Like what what are what are all those different diseases I can get from <laughs> tasting wet ass pussy? <laughs> uh first off, Mike Silex's disease is not it's, it's uh, contrary to the name. It's actually an autoimmune disorder. You can't catch it, let alone from eating. By the way, I <laughs> also can I just say throughout due to the nature of the song, I have said the word "pussy" way more than I would say I'm comfortable with. This is Your the most. Yeah. Never going to listen to this episode. Oh yeah, me now. too. <laughs> me too. Most definitely. Um, but yeah, she mentioned I let him taste it. Now he's diabetic. Uh, in reference to a uh, the vagina being a cookie or a cake, as in, like, he has oh. eaten so much of it, he is now diabetic. Which is kind of sad, but I, I guess... Wait, so wait, does cake mean butt or pussy? Pussy, I think. V- vagina. I'm, I'm going to try to limit the amount of times I say it. Nick, that doesn't sound better when you say it like that. So, so wait. Vagina. So, the guy that won... Uh, Clap the what was the WWE? Grab them F-plus? cakes. He wanted to grab the pussy. Look, he may have been referring to. I, th- I don't think his interpretation of what cakes meant caught on. So I don't think we can re- we can use him as an accurate representation. Grab them cakes has not occupied the cultural subconscious quite like uh, WAP has. I would just say, due to certain release tapes by the president, like it would have fit in if he had released it. Later, but then he probably. I'm pretty sure the junkyard dog has nothing to do with the president. I concur. He would never have voted for him. I'm offended now. Oh no! This is the first time Steve has been offended this whole episode. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but we do still have a little bit more of the song to go. So. I want to go, I want to gag, I want to choke, I want you to touch that little dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat, my head. Oh, man! Woo! Cardi B! Yeah, Mike, you're, you're yes, a fan ma'am. of the... Yes, ma'am. Yes, man, that's all you guys say. That's you're it. a fan that's... of the uvula action? Which I realize is what she's referring to, but the, uh, the, the impact of saying, I want you to touch that little dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat has more of an impact. I don't know, again... That seems to be a fan favorite out there, Fans I'd f- say. <laughs> I think. It's got a cult following. I, I, would, I would say a lot of people be into that on every side of the matter. Yeah, yeah that's a fa- fair observation, Mike. Bring what? numbers. Yes. Bring me numbers to you back numbers? up that statement. Don't, pff, okay. Like, Not we, right you, now, you want but statistics, later. statistics, Steve? Because I got them. You bring them later after we're done with the episode. Oh, I got a few things that might surprise you. (laughs) And we all know surprises are always good. That little dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat. My head game is fire. Bunani the sun is going and drying. It's coming outside. Yeah, I'm running that thing. Okay. Wow. First off. My head game is fire. Bunani Dasani, as in reference to Dasani water, which if they don't team up with Cardi B to do a product tie-in where you can buy Punani Dasani water like in a vending machine, then they are I, missing out. 
I, I wonder if they was... already did make the deal with her. No, but that's the thing. I thought I could when I did my copious amounts of research for this. Yes. I could have sworn I ran into an article that was actually talking about the song and the music video, but from the context of being upset at the level of product placement. Uh, you think Dasani, so, like, they're like, okay, this is... Actually, I don't know. Would that be a smart Nick, product you placement? you gotta think. I mean, Dasani's owned by Pepsi, yeah. right? Pepsi is a huge fucking conglomerate company that's probably got its hands in the music business and the entertainment Absolutely. business. Easy. Cardi B's one of the hit, top hit artists right now. Everyone's fucking listening. Yeah. How many people are going to be thinking about Dasani now instead of Aquafina? That's true. That's actually, that is a very compelling point. Yes, they know. Also, has the actress and rapper Aquafina gotten in bed with Aquafina? <laughs> Have I, they hashed any deals out? I mean, that's another huge missed opportunity, if not. Why is an Aquafina on this track? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> comes a rap battle. It's also, right there in the name. Also, I I hate to say, but she said, it's going and dry and it's coming out soggy. Soggy is like my least favorite adjective. I hate it. I just think of like restaurant napkins with like marinara sauce on them that's a very weird <clears throat> leap to make when you th- i think of soggy bread i think of like bread oh that's even grosser all right all right bread so soaked milk yeah Ugh. so nick what what word would you use to describe a a dick that went in dry and came out and then you just want to use something to really describe just how slop and wet this fucking dick is. Okay, if I was Cardi B, the lyric would have been, my head game is fire, Punani Dasani, it's going in dry, and it's coming out less dry than it was before. I hate you. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying the song would be as successful. I'm just saying that's what I would say. Maybe Dunkaroos? Yeah, you know, get some, get some, throw some more advertising in there. Throw some more product placement in. <laughs> Dunkaroos, it's going in dry, and it's coming out creamy. Oh, God. Okay. Oh. All right. All right, Cardi B does still have a little Fuck bit more a. to say. Oh, my God. Okay, I don't have anything negative to say about this. This line is actually kind of brilliant. I spit on his mic, and now he's trying to sign me. It works on two levels, because... Yeah. Spitting on a dick is a thing, and a microphone is an apt metaphor for that. But also, spitting on the mic is when you have really good flow, and like that, you're so good at that that someone's trying to sign you. So I spit on his mic, and now he's trying to sign me. Actually, combines like four levels of innuendo in one line. Which hats off, Cardi B. Seriously, yeah, I literally don't have anything like goofy to say about that. I just wanted to acknowledge well played. That was an interesting concept. Switch my wig, make him feel like he's cheating. Like you just keep changing wigs up so it's it's like if if you know you're having sex from behind, like you can pretend it's someone else. Yeah. That's Put him on his knees, give him something to believe in. Never lost a fight, but I'm looking for a beating. Ah, oh, yes. I, I am I am 100% behind this song. Your Honor, I'm <laughs> but a simple country lawyer. A freak bitch. Handcuffs. Leashes. Matlock, Mr. Matlock, if you could please, it's not your turn to speak. 
He ain't never lost a fight, but I'm looking for a beat. In the food chain, I'm the one that eats you. If he ate my ass, he's a bottom feeder. Big D. Oh, God, sorry. I haven't seen the lyric video full to completion. And once again, it follows it so literally. We literally see a fish swim into what looks like a like metallic statue of a woman's rear end. And just, just further driving home the literal nature of, if he ate my ass, he's a bottom feeder. Now, here's my question, right? They, the women still want you to eat their ass, though, right? Uh, so, they, Megan Thee Stallion does, at least. So being a bottom feeder is a good thing in her eyes. I always wondered if bottom feeder was like, I thought that was a mean thing to say, say to somebody. It is a mean thing to say to someone in the proper context. It can be. When it's not a funny pun. Exactly. Okay. When it's not punny fun or a funny pun. Because I, I don't know, man. Like, if the woman wants you to eat some ass, I feel like you gotta. <laughs> Mike, somehow I've learned more about you this song than I have about either of the artists we're discussing. Yeah. But you know, Mike, if you if if Mike, you leave this episode or nothing else, ladies, it's that Mike is open. <laughs> Look, I'm an open-minded man. I've I've seen some things, done some things. At the end of the day, it's all its all supposed to feel real good, yo. You know? That's true. That's... People ain't doing it for no reason, guys. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> people have formed and started cults with less well-thought-out philosophical arguments than that. <laughs> Which I think is a compliment, Mike. Uh, it was. <laughs> but we do have to wrap this song up, so there is a little bit more. When they eat you, if he ate my ass, he's a bottom feeder. Big D stand for big demeanor. I can make you bust before I ever meet you. If it don't hang, then he came back. <laughs> that is great. Oh, oh, I hope one day I could think to myself, somebody, somebody, you know, they owe face and they don't even know who the fuck I am. That's got to be... There's some sort of level of achievement on that. Like if 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 life was an Xbox game, there'd be and a, it might be. I think, there, I think there'd be an achievement for that. Is that what you'd scream? Achievement unlocked. <laughs> I are you suggesting Nick that I would have my own O face and someone else having an O face to me before and just knowing that I don't know of them? Also, be the weirdest superpower to have now that I think about it. Oh, someone just came thinking about me. <laughs> they haven't even met me. It's so specific, and that's what makes it hot. Talk about a a solo act, man. Yeah, that's like watching some. That's like watching somebody jerking off to you on video. Is that what that would be like? Ooh, that's that's got layers. You, you're peeping on a peeper. The peeper how, becomes the PP. How far can it go back? Ogres have layers. Porno has layers. <laughs> we both have layers, you see. He can't bang, you can't hurt my feelings, but I like pain. If he fucks me and ask who's is it when I ride the dick, I'ma spell my name. Ah. Okay. Um, so yes, uh, when I ride the dick, I'ma spell my name. Imply I guess you could only do that in cursive. What? Well, what? you can't you gotta keep the flow going. You can't do print, because then you're just like up, stop, go, stop, go. Stop, go. You gotta punctuate. How do you punctuate? <laughs> so, I'm sure you have the visual, Mike. You're riding the, riding the dick and spelling the name out with your hip movements. How do you punctuate that way? I don't know. I mean, for the space bar, you could do a little hop or something, you know? How, wait, how is there a space bar in this? 
I don't think it's like she's like, bang, bang, bang. I'm, I'm jumping up and down on my chair, by the way. It's not like she's hitting the keys on a keyboard. <laughs> Nick, you I think bounce? it's more like, here, here, I'm going to actually move my, hang on, hang on. She's not Tom Hanks in big. It's like this, Mike. I'm gyrating my hips. Like, like hang on. Yeah, I get it, Nick. I I C K. Now, Mike, Mike. Mike, this would have been the episode for us to do the video on. I'm sorry. You were right. Uh, see, oh, Steve, you're not, the only you one, you're not the only one with an OnlyFans account. I'm making my money. We got we got Nick gyrating his, his hips all over the place. We got me shirtless, and we got Steve just, oh, he's creeping. Gentlemen, he's play, just, play, your, <laughs> play your cards right, and I'll spell Nicholas instead of Nick. <gasps> but extra letters cost extra money. Yeah, baby, you want to buy a vowel? <laughs> Pat Sajak. <laughs> All right. And to be honest, that's actually pretty much it for new lyrics. It goes back to... Yeah, you fucking with some wet ass pussy. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Give me everything you got for this wet ass pussy. Now from the top, make it drop. That's some wet ass pussy. Now and we're seeing tacos and hot dogs falling into buns. Um... It just in case anything still needed to be left to the imagination. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and then once again, we're hearing in the background the kids pop. Do some chores in this house. Do some chores, Do some in, chores this in this house. Nick, I oh, we might have to write that one, Nick. That I, I will. I, I'll have our people talk to kids pop, and we'll see if we can write <laughs> the clean lyrics for "Wet Ass Pussy." It'll <laughs> be our greatest challenge yet. Um, but wow, guys, we've had so much to say about this song. Uh, we haven't talked about a song more than, I don't know how long it's been since we've talked about a single song this long. Well, if we're, if we're rating it based on cultural significance, then I think that's only appropriate, Steve, that we give wet ass pussy the time, it de- <laughs> that we give this wet ass pussy the time it deserves. If Nick, Nick, if you like two years earlier, it said, Steve, in a couple of years, we're going to talk about. The song Wet Ass Pussy, the most we've ever talked about any song. I would have punched you in the face for lying to me, liar. <laughs> I, we have to have discussed other songs more, but like I said, there's a, there's a lot to be said about it. A lot of people have weighed you, in. We had we're to just give this three more voices. We had to give this WAP some TLC, you know? I can't think of a better line to stop with. <laughs> No, that is wonderful, Mike. Thank you. And thank you all listeners for joining us on this week's journey into WAP. Sorry, Mike looks incredibly pensive right now, and it's making me laugh. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check us out, because like I said, we're going to have uh, possibly, like I said, a stripper poll, P-O-L-L, um, on our Instagram. <laughs> so you got to follow us there to be able to make your responses. <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. If you just look for Nick Brigadier, I think I'm the only one who exists. And uh, Mr. Mike Russell. Uh, yeah, you can find me on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMR.dot. And uh, yeah, like Nick said, you know, check out our stuff. Leave a review, five stars preferably. Send in your song suggestions, whether they're bizarre, noteworthy, or just downright terrible. And uh, yeah, why don't you tell us? <sighs> Guys, I don't know whether to talk about strippers or to talk about the what you what you would give for a wet ass pussy or what you expect. You know, like that's not which that's, one which one won't Instagram flag us for, Mike? That's not fair to all of our listeners. You're assuming they every listener wants a wet ass pussy. 
Everyone loves wet ass pussy, or they should, Nick. It doesn't mean that you have to be a lesbian or you have to be straight, but it means you need to appreciate the pussy. So uh, fair. If you're there's nothing wrong with supporting women. So what would you give to these women <laughs> with WAPs? Yeah, listeners, you know what, folks, we'll work over. on it. Uh, <laughs> we'll work on it. And Steve, where can we find you? Steve? Oh, if Steve were here. Oh, that's right. Sorry, Mr. Um, Mr. Burger. What's uh, uh, Stanley Budunsky, I want to say. I said my name sounds was. Sounds right. Uh, if Steve were here, he would encourage you to find him at Your Man Trollo on uh, Instagram and Twitter uh, and at his website, stephentrollinger.com, and uh, right here on the Dapper Devil Productions website as well, where you can see all of us in various different productions we have done over the years and future productions. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, guys, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I am Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm talking about that D.A.D. That's right. Dry ass dick. (laughs) Get some lube, Steve. Uh, (laughs) yes, please, Steve. And we will see you next week. Take care. (laughs) Oh, dad. Oh, Steve. There's layers to that, man. Oh, fuck.